0: This is Hope FM.
1: My next guest, we're going to be talking about something entirely different. Obviously, night and day, the whole situation in Ukraine has has been with us. And of course, the pictures that we've seen have been... Very disturbing. Behind, of course, all of that are are the lives of people who have been displaced and people whose lives have been turned upside down. The Salvation Army is, of course, an international organisation and they are on the ground in in Ukraine, as they are here uh, in Bournemouth. David Ramsey is the songsters uh, lead at the Winton Corps, but he's also got the missions lead. And of course, <clears throat> for quite
0: a few years, David, you've been leading groups uh, to Ukraine, haven't you? Yes. Good morning. Yes. Uh, since 1994, we've been going every other year to the Ukraine. So, what have you been? What have you been doing? Obviously, you make contact with. Was it one group there or, or more than one? When we started um, initially, it was. I just felt that I wanted to do something. Um, and we had a, a, a singing company, a junior choir from Moscow, came to the Boscombe Salvation Army, and uh, I just felt led to do something. Uh, and lo and behold, uh, a year later we ended up in in Ukraine, uh, just out, outside the capital, Kiev, where we twenty six of us went to went to over for three weeks, and we did a two week music camp uh, in an old Red Army camp. So when you when. The-
1: all of the the sort of uh, disturbance took place. The um, and it became evident that it was you know it was it was like war. Or of course in Moscow they're calling it special operations, are they? But but nevertheless, of course, impacting the lives of people
0: and probably people that you you will have met. Yes, it, it's very disturbing. I, I've been all over Ukraine. Uh, I've been to Crimea uh, in the south. I've been to Kharkiv in the northeast um Donetsk which has been under uh, the rebel occupation for for eight years now and also recently uh, far west in Lviv and uh, just um, a mile and a half from the Polish border as well. So tell us a wee bit about life in
1: Ukraine on those visits that you made. I mean, what, what did you discover? What were the things that stood out
0: about the country and indeed the people of Ukraine? Um, initially, when we went in um it was a huge shock uh, to see children arrive for a two-week camp with their clothes in a carrier bag. Um, some of them, the siblings actually sharing clothes, um, was was quite disturbing. Um, the camp was in a terrible state of disrepair; it had just basically been abandoned and left to the the caretaker. Um, uh, but outside in the in the town of Vorzel, which um, has been on the news recently, has been in, invaded by the Russians. Um, the shops uh, were empty. Um, instead of tills, they had abacus for counting the money, and the streets were empty, and everything had just been left. You could see that there had been a structure, but everything had just been left. And over the years, um, you saw some sort of growth, um, but it, there was a, a huge difference between the rich and, and the normal people. Um, you, if you go into the city, there's, it's like a Kiev's like a cosmopolitan city, but if you just go across to what they call the left bank... Um, it's 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 still pretty poor. So you're seeing that that stark reality
1: between, as you say, the the, the haves and, and and the have-nots, uh, and of course um, the, I mean, the, the country itself, of course, is a bit of a breadbasket, isn't it? Because its production of wheat, you know, uh, is is enormous. But but I but I guess that uh, that the economy, of course, is. Is struggling to
0: some degree. Yeah, again, when we went in '94, uh, the currency was called coupon, uh, but it was you, you'd need uh, you know a sack to take to take you know to, to meet just a few pounds. Uh, so they changed it to grivna, um, and when they did that, there was eight grivna to the pound, and now there's thirty. Uh, I think it's thirty-eight. It's gone up to now mm. uh, to the pound, um, but the people. Uh, it doesn't get cheaper in the shops, and the, and the people are were struggling even before uh, the war. Now, the
1: work of the Salvation Army, because you have partnered with with the Salvation Army Corps
0: out there, what sort of work do, are they doing on an ongoing basis? Oh, they they do incredible work. Um, Bearing in mind that uh, the the money is scarce, um, they have to from the money that each Salvation Army officer, each minister gets, they have to. Um, Rent. Most of them have to rent a property. They also have to rent somewhere to live. And then, they basically, they're, they're feeding people every day. Even before the, the war, um, they had people coming who, who didn't have anything. Um, they would often have a, a caretaker at the at the, the, core, the, the church, basically, to give them a roof over his head. Mm. Um, but the, the social programme really, in some ways, puts us to shame and you were you were obviously raising money and supporting them
1: but but I guess to go in person is even better now you didn't go alone of course you you yeah. you took groups of people uh, with you how, how did the folk that you you took <clears throat> encountering maybe life in ukraine for the first time how did they re- react to to what they saw on the ground
0: yeah I, I think it's fair to say that um that the people who've gone um the best way to to explain that is that They've gone. Ninety percent of them have gone again. Um, I know that when I first went in '94, um, I came back and my wife uh, said to me, uh, "You know, what's wrong with you? I thought you would be elated, and I wasn't. I was frustrated. Um, I felt you know what we'd done just wasn't enough. Like a drop in the ocean. Yeah. And and the people. the, The the main thing that strikes you when you go to Ukraine is how lovely the people are. Uh, they're so friendly, so generous, even though they've got nothing. Um, and you know, the biggest thing, and as you mentioned, we, we went, some people have said to me, why do you spend all that money on tra- on travelling? And We've taken 40 people over on some of our missions. And they said, why do you spend all that money on travel when you could just send the money? And the biggest thing for people over there is that you've taken the time to go
1: Yeah, and I suppose also that there's something, I mean, COVID's proven, anything it's proven to us that although we've had Zoom and Teams and all this visual technology, virtual stuff, uh, that it's not the same as as actually face-to-face, but also, uh, you know, when you go, you can actually see the deprivation, you can see the suffering, and more importantly, you can get to know the names of the people.
0: That's correct. And, um, you know, God works in mysterious ways, and... uh, We went over there sometimes with a plan. Um, Myself and another Salvationist go in between, so we go every year. And we go to plan, uh, or or plan A, uh, what we were going to do when the team go over. And quite often, uh, we end up doing something that wasn't planned, but it was meant and you couldn't get that if you just if you just sent the money. Well, let's have your first song now.
1: One of your other responsibilities is, is to head up the songsters, you know, at at, at the Winton Corps. And I guess it, that has that singing in the songsters it, uh, also
0: uh, been part of your involvement with Ukraine um not as such uh, the, as i say the first the first year we went the first two t- uh, two visits we did a music camp uh, and i was b- back then i was brass was my thing uh, i i felt that my worship had been my the way that i needed to worship was through music mm-hmm. uh, and i was very much a brass band man um but uh, recent years uh, i've just found a love for for, for the songsters. Um, and of course,
1: because it, it the old timbrels out and all the rest of it, you know, uh, I uh, I think it's amazing, you know,
0: because uh, it brings that music to life, doesn't it? That's correct. And that's one thing that we did take to Ukraine was the timbrels uh, and they loved it. You could do timbrel classes, yeah. it, did you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, the song that you've chosen is from the international staff songsters, Oh uh, Love. Do you want to tell us a wee bit about it?
0: Yeah, it, it's a, a beautiful song. It's one of my favourites and it's one that we sing at, at Winton um, it's by an American called Elaine Hagenberg and it was inspired by uh, the words of um, an old Scottish minister, George Matheson who had a lot of struggles throughout his life uh, himself, he went blind but the second verse to me, especially at this time with Ukraine O oh joy that seeks me through the pain, I cannot close my heart to thee I trace the rainbows through the rain and feel the promise is not vain that morn shall teal us be
1: That's the International Staff Songsters there of the Salvation Army there with a lovely uh, piece of music called Uh, Oh Love. Now just to say uh, that if you um, haven't yet been able to or don't feel that you've been able to do anything uh, to help Ukraine. I know many of you have been giving and so on but there is an event uh, tomorrow uh, the the 31st of March is Pray Big for Ukraine and churches together and joint churches are getting together uh, to pray at Lansdowne uh, Baptist Church or Lansdowne Church that's right in the centre of Bournemouth. They've got a brand new uh, building there we'll see uh, hundreds of people and there's a call to prayer that event's taking place tomorrow evening Thursday, the 31st of March, between 7.30 and 9.00 p.m. And there'll be people, Ukrainian believers will be there. There'll be the local refugee agency, uh, ICN, uh, uh, and a prayer room. And that prayer room, I think, is going to be available from from 2 o'clock with refreshments served from 7.00 p.m. But the main prayer event, joint churches together, is from 7.30 to 9.00 p.m. PM and my very special uh, guest has been a regular visitor, of course, uh, to uh, Ukraine uh, over the years. David Ramsey and uh, David, at uh, least a songster, work, work over at uh, the Winter Corps of the Salvation Army, uh, but has made h- how many visits in total to Ukraine? Um, I think
0: I've I think I've I've done about twenty twenty one visits since nineteen ninety four. Now you mentioned there
1: that that you'd had a visit from the the children's choir from Moscow, uh, and and again, it, I, I suppose that 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 the, the I mean, one hundred and forty million uh, people in mos in, you know, in in Russia, as against something like forty four million mm-hmm. in, in Ukraine, but and and of course, there has been and is a strong affinity between the people of Ukraine and the people of, of Russia, so it must be a total, you know. A, confusion to so many people as to
0: you know as to what is happening right now yeah um, a lot of the, uh, my friends in ukraine um their fathers were in the red army and so they served they served yeah yeah they served the red army and um and moved all over uh, what was the soviet union um and it's very difficult uh, for them um to have this happening because they feel uh, although they feel strongly U- Ukrainian, they've got that link with with Russia. Yeah, and of course, I mean we know that that the, many of the
1: Russian people uh, would not 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 necessarily support you know, what is happening in Ukraine. Many of them, of course, have already been uh, imprisoned and paid quite a a big price uh, thus far because, unfortunately, the the regime there uh, just. Feed selective information, but I guess that uh, that makes that makes it even more difficult and confusing. So they, this is not about the Russian people and the Ukrainian people. It's about it's about a regime, you know, uh, uh, coming against uh, you know uh, a country for whatever whatever reasons. And even that is not
0: very clear, is it? No, it's not. And and I know that uh, in our first uh, visits and even up until about ten years ago there was this feeling of of distrust um to what we were doing and why we were there we went to a, a an orphanage a disabled orphanage in Snemenka which is just outside Kroponitsky, which you'll have heard of in the news and uh, we were taken there um, and it was in a terrible state and in one of the rooms there was a, an old a, a new uh bake, baking oven Um, but it wasn't connected. It was an empty room with a baking oven. And uh, I actually called home uh, when we were there and said we need to do something because the children weren't expected to get through the winter uh, because they didn't have any food. Uh, So we offered to basically give them the money to make a bakery. And the first question was, but what do you want? And myself and Malcolm Harrison, who who went with me, who's a Salvationist at Winton, we said, no, we don't want anything. And this went, this went on for, for a couple of minutes. And then Malcolm said, OK, when we come back next year, give us a loaf of bread. And, and it, they did. And they did a year later.
1: <laughs> yeah. But again, that practical... Help, it, it's so important, and it it does make a big difference. When you went back, I guess you would have seen the difference that that, that intervention
0: had made. It had made an incredible difference. Um, not just the fact that they, they had they had food, they were also selling uh, ba- uh, baking products at the local market, um, and that allowed them to improve standards in in the orphanage. We went twice more and decorated. Um, and put new bathrooms and shower rooms, um, but it made a huge difference, and it still has to this day. Now, of course, you were planning to
1: go back uh, again, and first of all, you had COVID got in the way, mm. uh, and then, of course, uh, then the now the di- the disturbance. But you haven't stopped your help, have you?
0: No, we. Um, the one thing that our mission uh, we can be. You could say proud, it's not proud, but blessed I would say, is that we know that all the money that people give us uh is actually going there, and I was really intent on in making sure that any money that we raised um would get there and I was over um eight years ago after the invasion of crimea and the uh, and the annexation of of uh, Donbass region, and uh, I saw the work that the officers and soldiers were doing at the core in Kyiv uh, and in Lviv um, and other other premises and um, and we knew that they would need finance for this um, so we set up a just giving page and um, I could assure everyone that the money would go there and we've made sure that the money raised wouldn't go to the borders it would go inside Ukraine because people have got to remember that three million people have have left but there's 41 million left yes. in Ukraine, and they're doing an incredible job there, buying food, bedding, clothes, all sorts. Are you in regular contact, David, with them? Almost daily contact, yeah. So what What sort of stories are you are you hearing? Um, I've heard of the, the core a core just outside of Kharkiv, where the officer's been intent on in continuing with the services, so they're holding the services in the, um, the cellar, um, in the bomb shelter. Um, I've heard of the officers, some of the officers who their whole Salvation Army hall is covered in beds, uh, and also their own homes are covered in beds. Um, they're feeding pro- people every day, uh, you know, into the thousands. The aid that people are sending,
1: because obviously millions have been raised, is some of that money, apart from the money that obviously you're sending it as a core and people that you know, but the, the money that has been released and met, people are giving to through numerous channels, is some of that money beginning to filter through to where it's really needed?
0: Yes, it's, we've been checking. As I say, I'm intent making sure that the money that people over here donate gets there. Um, and being an ex police officer, ah, oh, there could be uh, no better man. To. <laughs> and and a bit of a gobby Scotsman, um, <laughs> I'm making sure that uh, I pester them to make sure that that they tell us that the money has got there. That's
1: fantastic, yeah. And, and, of course, there has been a huge... I mean, it's amazing because Poland has risen to the challenge, particularly, I mean, all those bordering countries. But, of course, Poland itself is quite a poor country,
0: isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's, I think in a, in a lot of ways, um, Mr Putin has made a huge mistake um, because what he's done is instead of weakening the, the free countries, he's actually bonded them together. And it's incredible to see what the Polish uh, and the Romanian and the Moldovan Salvation armies are doing, and the churches. Moldova um, is a very, very poor country, poorer than Ukraine. And of course, it's threatened Moldova, isn't it? Because they don't have nuclear power or anything like no. that. No, and I think I think the you know they will be looking over their shoulders as well. Mm. It's impossible to know what, it, what what he's going to do no and i suppose the world is holding its breath i mean there is this recent news
1: that uh, the troops are going to back off from kiev and you know from th- that area and i suppose those coastal areas you know uh, will will remain you know holding on to those but but i guess we have we have to wait and see don't we
0: that's correct and and you know when i was when i visited Kharkiv uh, up in the northeast i believed that they would allow russia in because they were it was quite still a quite a soviet um, yes. t- city um and and I was amazed that the way that they have they have fought to keep to keep uh their city
1: well i suppose that when you know independence is 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 threatened you know uh, it it sets up conflicts you know in in people because as we already said through the the Red Army, the Soviet Union and so on there are those, those bonds and so on and, and it's been very interesting really because I think some of the young conscripts you know, who, who've made up the, the invading army, they haven't really wanted to be there and of course the, you know, the, the, I, I've heard stories of, you know, of very poor supplies and so mm. on, uh, it, must be, it must be hell on earth for
0: them It is and, and I think it's important that, that people don't turn against the people of Russia because they they didn't know, um, you know, and some of the soldiers that have been that have been uh, you know taken captive didn't know what they were doing, and I don't think they thought that they were going to have to fight. Mm, and of course, we we've seen people confronting tanks, haven't we? I
1: mean, literally, uh, even elderly people yeah. w- walking up to the fl- fl- tanks. And actually, it's been interesting. that In some cases, they've turned around. You know, they've not fired on on the people as it were uh, the, the the indiscriminate shelling obviously
0: has been done at a distance isn't it it is and and it's that that's the cruelest for me is is to see that having been there and stayed in stayed in these these flats they are all over ukraine they're all over the so- the pre- the old soviet union and uh, and to see that happening and knowing how many people actually live in these flats um it, it's it's horrendous
1: yeah, and of course, you I mean you talked about modest living, but those flats sort of, you know, they, they, they reflect that, don't they? They're, they're, they're modest homes, uh, but of course, we've been seeing them utterly destroyed, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't been a servant police officer in, in Scotland and, and down here. I've been in some ropey houses, hmm. um, but if it wasn't that these houses were in Ukraine, I don't think I would go near them. But you go in, and, and they're lovely inside. Yeah, they, they they're such proud people. Let's have some more music. Now, your next track is,
1: is appropriate. It's Bridge Over Troubled uh, uh, Water. It, it's taken on a new meaning for you.
0: Yeah, um, we, we sung this, uh, a, a lovely um, uh, songster arrangement, choir arrangement of this, and we sung it for the first time at a concert we did for Ukraine uh, two weeks ago. Um, but to me, it says everything about the church, That we, if the church should be that bridge over the troubled water, and this is Simon and Garfunkel singing it. Of course, the original. So let's have a listen. This is Hope FM.
1: And my very special guest is uh, David Ramsey. David's been making regular visits uh, to the Ukraine with uh, people from the Winton Corps of the Salvation Army. He's in daily contact with the work uh, there, and and of course you had a you had a big concert uh, just on the nineteenth, wasn't it? Uh, how, how did that go, David?
0: Yeah, we had a, a concert with um, the Poolbara Band and uh, a fabulous singer, Fiona Armstrong, uh, who used to be in our Songsters. Um, and then she was also in the International Staff Songsters. And uh, we it's the first time really we've seen the whole full for, for several years, uh, partly due to COVID. And we raised uh, just under £4,000. Which is which is great, and of course, all of that speeding its way uh, to help
1: right on the ground, and that that's a great assurance. People knowing that it makes because people are always a bit worried that money gets siphoned off for yeah. administration and all sorts of other things.
0: Yeah, and that's that's one of my worries. Um, uh, we've sent over um, just uh, just over fifteen thousand uh, pound so far, and we've got another ten thousand uh, to send. Which is, but, and you know,
1: of course, because that's going to the actual Salvation Army on the ground. You know we're doing, doing the work. That's correct, yeah. yeah. Let's talk a wee bit about faith, because, I mean, obviously uh, in Ukraine, there's, there's a very high faith level. Something like 85% of the people are regular attenders uh, at church, although I guess that the majority of that is based in the, in the, in the Orthodox tradition and, and, and so on. But how did
0: you find the, the sort of level of faith within the country? Um, as you say, the Orthodox Church, uh, Russian Orthodox and Ukraine Orthodox, are very strong. Uh, sometimes too strong. Uh, sometimes they they have a say in what happens. Um, it certainly happened in in Kharkiv with the Salvation Army when we were there. And um, they they were a bit. I think they felt a bit threatened. Um, the the Baptist Church is very strong, and also the Orthodox Jewish is very strong. Um, and the, the the town that we went to, um, and we were due to go to last year and the year before, <laughs> um, that's the remnants of the of all the Jewish buildings were still there, uh, which were were hammered during the Second World War. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the Salvation Army, they tend to go where the people the need is, and they will go outside of the main cities where there's all the huge churches. And, and, uh, they go to where, it's like the army has always done. They go to where they need us. And, of course, that's where the poverty is uh, as well. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I suppose you've got two things, haven't
1: you? You've got the trappings of an organised church, haven't you? Uh, but then, of course, you've got the hearts of ordinary people. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I guess that, that what we have seen on our television screens is people talking about their faith and, and, and so on quite openly and, and there's
0: that simple faith reflected in so many of the people there. That's correct. And, and you know, some of the messages that I've had... Uh, from people who are in the midst of bombing and and have lost their their wives and children who've had to leave um um but the faith is still there they still believe that god will see them through what about the, the sort of relief effort? I mean,
1: obviously, uh, the 3 million out so far against 44 million in, in, in the country. It's just quite staggering when you think of it, isn't it? So the majority of people are, are still there holding, holding the ground. Um, but, but, but obviously, there will be p-
0: families coming our way before too long. Yeah, we have a, a, a girl and her uh, four, 13-year-old son who are in the process of getting the visas. Um, and one of our couple who are in our core, Stephen and Annette, have uh, kindly offered to have them, uh, which is a huge thing to allow someone that you don't know into your house for a minimum of six months. Um, but what we also want to do is is to make sure there is a, a support group around Stephen and Annette uh, and round this, this girl and her son. Um, so, and we're in a fortunate situation where we have, you know, we've we got the that. church and we can do it. Uh, to make sure it's, it's not just Stephen and Annette. it's it's the core, but what a wonderful uh, thing to do. But I suppose also, like I mean, faith-wise in the
1: United Kingdom, sometimes we we've been a little bit too laid back, haven't we? And uh, but one of the things that, of course, you know, the the, the events in Ukraine have led to uh,
0: is a uniting of churches and a uniting of effort. And that's what it should be. You know, we all worship the same God, and um, so it should be like that. Um, that we should all be working together and if the churches can't do it, who can? When this is all over, uh, what are your plans then? Get on the first plane as, as quickly as you can. Yeah, I've also, uh, Pete and I, Pete uh, Manish and I who, who do the the recce visits, the planning visits we've both said, we're both committed to going out there as soon as soon as soon as it's safe to go out there um, and see, you know, obviously we might have to redefine what our plans were for it, for 2020 and 21 and 22. Um, but we we will be a back out there. But there's going to be a huge, huge need for
1: rebuilding, and uh, I, and I don't just mean in terms of physical rebuilding, but the rebuilding the confidence levels of the people that have been devastated, of
0: course. That's right, and and I've seen in some of some of the people are starting to get wo- to get worn down um, and, and starting to doubt um, and uh, we have to show that we can support them and uh, that 's one thing that we 'll be doing and actually i 've had calls from people people who didn 't come in the previous missions saying The next time you go, we want to come." That, which is
1: great. And of course, the, you, the Vision of Hope, which is the, the name of the mission that you've started, isn't
0: just a Bournemouth based one, is it? No, it started off as, as Winton Corps with one or two others. Um, but now we have people from Bristol, from Poole, from, uh, from Coventry, from Scotland. Uh, you know, they come from all over um, and they join, they join the mission. And is it all Salvation Army-based? Or you have people from other traditions as well? It's mostly Salvation Army-based, but we have had people who aren't, uh, and all we ask is is for a reference from the minister. Yeah. Because it is a team effort. You can get on board, yeah. Well, let's have your next piece of music. This is Laura Daigle and Rescue. Why this one, David? Um, I, I, I love Laura Daigle's music, and I've actually got some that the songs songsters sing. Uh, but this is a beautiful song called Rescue, and um, it's... It's a song that my daughter, uh, Jess, who, when she lost, when she had a miscarriage, um, this song helped her a lot, because the second verse uh, says, there is no distance that cannot be covered. Over and over, over, you're not defenceless. I'll be your shelter, I'll be your armour. I will send an army. This is Hope
1: FM. Well, that's Lord Daigle there and uh, and rescue. Now you you may be wondering what you can do, and, and thank you so much. Many of you have been giving. Certainly, you've been giving to uh, to David's work, and that that has been coming. Uh, you know, from many many different. You've been encouraged, haven't you? Where people have stepped up to the mark to give and attend concerts and so on.
0: Oh, people have been amazing. Um, you know, they, they've really supported, and and it's um, it means a lot to the people over there.
1: Now, also, there's a big event uh, tomorrow night uh, at Lansdowne Church on Lansdowne Road. The the joint churches are getting together uh, for a gathering of Christians to pray big for uh, Ukraine. Uh, That event will begin at 7.30 p.m., tomorrow evening and run to 9pm. Uh, to There's going to be a, a prayer room opening from uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Refreshments will be served uh, from uh, 7 o'clock. And, uh, and it's been a, a fantastic Our church has been getting together. Lansdowne Church and Love Church and the Bournemouth Community Church have got together to make sure that the thing is organised. But it's open to all Christians everywhere. And indeed, even if you wouldn't call yourself a Christian and you want to go along and, and pray, uh, then you'll be welcome... Uh, as well, so that's tomorrow evening at Lansdowne Church, seven thirty through until at nine o'clock. And of course, your effort is continuing as well. You're itching to get back, aren't you?
0: That's right. Yeah, we've made a vow that um, as soon as uh, the government say it's safe to go back, uh, myself and Pete will be back there um, to plan for next year. Hopefully, and I mean, obviously, people would, would. Some people would think, you know, well, how can a God
1: of love, you know, stand back and just let all of this happen? But of course, the very fact that, that the church is unifying, and not and not just the churches in this country, but you know, nations are unifying, you know, in terms of stepping up to support, and of course, ultimately, you know, we are the hands and the feet of of, of the Lord Himself,
0: aren't we? That's right, and and it, you know, it's so easy to. To see all the devastation and all the pain, in something like this, it happens. But if if you if you're a Christian, you will look for what good has come out of it. And as you've just mentioned, so much good throughout the world has come from this, and it, it shows the kindness and the and the, you know, the passion of, of people who will who will rally to help help in any way they can. Yeah, it, it's amazing.
1: So so if If you could do something right now and you had i mean what what do you think the immediate need is right now in this period of because there's a
0: lot of uncertainty at the moment isn't there there is it's, i think the main thing is is to show that you care um you know it's so easy for people to to sit there and and you see it with governments you know they'll they 'll put themselves first and we've seen it with um, the no fly zone you know, but what what will happen to us, and and I can totally understand that. But it's it's just showing the people over there that you care, and that and that you will do anything you can to help them. Well, David, thank you for being my guest today. and uh, And if people want to give, they can go on a website. Can they? they just give? Some? Yeah, the Just Giving page. It's Winton Salvation Army Ukraine Salvation Army Refugee Program. And it's the Just giving page and, and we'd be happy for anything. Well, to take us out of the programme, we've got the Salvation Army Bells Hill Band. Uh, this is the prayer. Do you want to uh, introduce it? Yeah, Bells Hill Band on the west of Scotland. Uh, my son is in the band there. And um, it's a beautiful arrangement of the uh, Celine Dion, Andrew Pacelli uh, duet, the prayer. Well, with this, uh, it's a goodbye from David and a goodbye
1: from myself. Bye-bye.
0: This is Hope FM.